Good morning, guys. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I hope you're having a marvelous day today. You are listening to Devoted with Bernice. We're going to talk about my daily bread today. We're going to talk about favor. Uh, the favor of God. People always say favor is not fair, and that is so true. God chooses who he wants to favor. Sometimes we like it. Sometimes we don't like it. But guess what? He decides. And one thing that we all know, you know, that is favor, that is set in stone, that is biblical, is that God says in his word, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and he obtains favor from the Lord. He obtains favor from the Lord. And so, you know, all the single guys out there that are looking for, you know, their lady, they're looking for the love of their life, the person that God has for them, your favor is coming. Hold on. We are the favor, okay? As women, we are the favor that you're looking for, that you need to obtain. <laughs> but I just want to encourage you that your favor is coming. God will bless you with your favor. And you know me, if uh, with this subject about, you know, a man finds a wife, finds a good thing, obtain favor from the Lord. In this season, you have to be careful. Um, there are a lot of counterfeits out there you know as women and even for men too you got to be careful who you date you know there are a lot of um I, I like to say you know jezebels and pearls pretending to be esters but they're really not esters there are a lot of um you know um men who have lustful intentions and so as women we have to be able to discern you know i prayed the sermon during this time of waiting for anyone that is waiting for their Boaz or waiting for their Ruth, uh, that God will favor you in the right time. Because men are favored too, you know. They they do bring some favor to, you know, the relationship. And so um, we all know that I've been talking about perversion, uh, the series of perversion. There is no favor in relationship between two women that are married. There is no favor between two men that are married. God said, you will obtain favor when you, when a man is joined as a husband to his wife. Okay? So, where there is no favor, God, where where there is no divine alignment, there is no favor. God does not bless what he sees as sin. Okay? So, if you're somebody that is um, in a homosexual relationship, God is not going to favor that. He's not going to bless that because that's not part of his will and his plan at all. That's not part of how he created the garden. There was no Eve and Susie. There was no um, James and Adam. It was Adam and Eve, okay? And there was favor there. So if you really want God's favor... You gotta align with his purpose, with his plan. And if you're a woman that is in a homosexual relationship, I want to tell you, God has a husband for you. A nice, hot, hallelujah, praise the Lord, Holy Ghost filled man of God for you. Okay, so let go of the bondage and seek God for your husband. If you are a man in a homosexual relationship, God has a favor for you. 
a lot of men always tell me, you know, I have friends who've been married and they always say like, oh my gosh, the moment they got married, it's like, it's like things started to just work out for them. It's like, they just had ridiculous favor. Like they were able to purchase houses when they didn't even, before they tried to purchase a house being single, it wasn't not working for them. Like they always say like they had like ridiculous favor in their business. Just like, just God just favored them. And that's the plan of God to favor you as a husband to your wife. So God has favor. And also we know about the favor of God in Malachi, you know, 310, when he says that bring all the what the tithe and the offering into the Lord's house, right? So that there are food in his house. Try me and see, test me in this and see that I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive it. I mean, room enough you you will not have room you your room will, will be so overflowing that you'll be like oh my gosh where do i put this favor that the lord is blessing me with right and so when we obey the lord's uh, commandments in giving the 10 percent, right or however it is that he's putting on your heart you know if it's more than 10 percent, go for it but he says that he loves a cheerful giver right you gotta be cheerful in your giving you can't be like oh uh, here you go, God, take it. No, he loves a cheerful giver. He blesses the cheerful giver. And there's something about God and cheerfulness, right? Even in his word, he says, what? Praise the Lord, right? It's uh, give, give a joyful praise unto the Lord. It's not a perfect praise. You don't got to hit the notes. You don't got to, you know, know how to sing alto and tenor and soprano in a perfect no, in a perfect tone, he said, what? Give a joyful noise, right? He likes joyful noise. Just be joyful. And God loves a cheerful giver. There's something about joy and cheerfulness that God loves when you come in his presence, when you're given to him. And anybody, right? You and I, we love to get gifts cheerfully. We don't want nobody coming up to us like, here you go. Here's your gift whatever. No, we want them to be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to open it. I just want to see your face and how excited you are. That's how God is, right? He wants us to treat him just as how we want to treat the people that we love, right? And so when you obey the Lord and you literally obey his commandments and give cheerfully, he will bless you, okay? He will bless you so much that you will not have room enough to receive it. And sometimes blessings are not, you know, natural things. They are supernatural things. Maybe the accident that you could have gotten into, but he spared you. Maybe the, the sickness that you could have gotten, the Ebola, whatever, monkeypox. You could have gotten any of, any of them, but God said, no, I'm going to bless my child and let my child be spared from monkeypox, okay? I'm going to bless my child, let my child be spared from coronavirus or cancer or diabetes or, you know, lupus, whatever, generational curses. You are spared from gener generational curses because God said what? He will give you so much blessings that you will not have room enough to receive it. And so sometimes you are looking for natural blessings, but God is saying, no, no, no. I have supernatural blessings that are way, way much more better than the natural blessings because we, we know that we do, we do not walk by, by sight. We walk by faith, right? And the Bible also says that, you know, we are not to look on things that are, you know, seen because the seen is what? Temporary. But the, but the supernatural, the things that are unseen is eternal, right? Set, set your, set your, your your mind on things above not on things of this world because what you see is temporary right but what is unseen is eternal and so there are more things that are happening for you 
favorable things that are happening for you in the eternal things than what is natural, right? Because we know that, you know, moths and, and insects and spiders and whatever can come and eat and, you know, animals can come and destroy what you have in a natural. But what do you have in a supernatural? You have angels protecting it. You have God, you know, uh, sustaining it for you, okay? And so today we're talking about favor, favor of the Lord. And I'm going to play a lot of old school music. I don't know, but I just feel that old school vibe, you know? <laughs> you can never go wrong with Hezekiah Walker and, you know, William Murphy, you know, and all the likes. They always, old school is never, you know, old school. It's always in, you know, you can always play it and you just feel the the glory of God. You just feel that joy of the Lord. They, they know how to hit the notes. They know how to just put the, the song together. You just feel that Holy Ghost fire in the room, right? <laughs> so uh, today we're talking about favor of God. And I want to look at Daniel, about how Daniel, um, in the word of God, he had ridiculous favor. There are things that were plotted against him just because, you know, he decided to seek the Lord and, and, and refused to go along with what was going on around him. Uh, God favored him, and I want to point out the three times that God favored him, and also I want to point out um, how God favored Ruth as well, okay? So uh, let's take this um, Hezekiah Walker song, and then we're going to go into prayer, and then we're going to go into the Bible verses, uh, and then go with what the Holy Spirit has in store for us today. I want to let you know that you are favored, okay? No matter the circumstances, you are favored. testimony everybody how God favored me in spite of my enemies and if God did it for me he'll do the same thing for you don't worry about your haters your haters can't do nothing with you listen to these words love is patient caring love is kind love is felt most love is felt most when, when it's genuine shared. I had a whole lot of people in my life 
abuse my love. They manipulated it and took the strength of it and tried to misuse it. But I can't help but to give God glory today when I think about all I've been through and I still came out on the winning side. I don't know about you, but I know that he favored me because my enemies, they did try. Sing it, y'all. But they couldn't triumph over me because great is he that is in me than he that's in the world. That's what they did. That's what they did. They told a whole lot of lies, but God favored me. My character, my integrity, my faith in God, he fails me. But it would not fall, would not bend, won't compromise, God faith. I spoke life and prosperity. I even spoke health. He saved me. They whispered about me. They conspired against me. They told a whole lot of lies on me. But God favored me. My character. My
So we listened to Hezekiah Walker, um, God Favored Me. I like the part where he says about how uh, God removed fig friends. You know, um, this is like the song God Favored Me is such a, uh, a war song. I feel like it's such a war song in a way that it's such a uh, uh, declaration song, you know. He literally talks about, you know, how people conspired and 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 that really can resonate with anybody especially pastors <laughs> pastors and people in ministry period right um you listen to this song and you can relate to something that he says in that song uh and you can literally like proclaim that song and 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 you know um sing it out as a declaration that yeah you know they conspired, but God favored me. They tried, but God favored me. I had a victory at the end. It almost reminds me of like the Egyptians, you know, uh, and the Israelites. Like how God literally like helped them, helped the Israelites to come out of bondage. Like even when they left uh, Moses with, with Moses to part the Red Sea and they were coming behind them. They, they had to continuously look to the Lord and see the victory that, you know, already was in stone in heaven to come and be established on earth. And so um, whatever situation that you're going through, whatever it is, just as Hezekiah Walker talked about how, um, you know, they, they, they conspired, but God favored, they did this, but God favored, the gossip, but God favored, whenever God, his eyes are everywhere. He knows the heart and he knows the mind of every single person. And so whatever issue, I don't know why I'm talking about this, but whatever issue it is, I want you to know 100% that God sees all of it. Okay, he sees it. Even the things that you don't see, he knows. And he knows how to favor you. The Bible says that give give way for God to recompense you. Give way for God to, because he says, what well, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. you got to give room. He says, give room for the Lord to vindicate you, right? And so giving room is treating the people right. I talked about last uh, week, I talked about, uh, two weeks ago, I believe, I talked about how to treat difficult people, how to how to treat difficult people, okay? So I want you to go and listen to that. It will bless you. So now I'm just gonna I just gonna pray uh, into this Bible uh, mini study that we're gonna do about favor. Father, we thank you. We exalt your name in this moment. We reverence your name. You are faithful. You are amazing. You are great in all your ways. There is none like you. There's but none beside you, Father. And so we salute you today for being a God that is favorable. Father, you are a God that recompenses us. You know how to do the things that you do, and you do it well. And so we say thank you for giving us a day to live, Father. We say thank you for blessing us today. We say thank you for favoring us, even when we did not deserve it, Father. We say thank you, God, for seeing us through all the things that we've been through, each and every one of us that is listening right now. We have been through something 
without your favor, God, we would not have been able to come through. Some of them, they were at their sick bed. Some of them, they were almost evicted. Some of them, God, they lost their job, but God, you favored them. In the cold seasons, in the winter seasons, in the seasons where things just went crazy, the favor of the Lord came and eradicated every assignment of hell. And so God, we say thank you for the favor, the miraculous favor, the redemptive favor that you brought into our sisters and our brothers and even my life, God, over the years. And so we look to your 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 history, God, with us as a God that is faithful to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can even imagine or think. Because our ways are not your ways, God. Our thoughts are not your thoughts. And so we thank you that, Lord, you are bringing favor into our life, even in this season, miraculous favor. We don't know how it's going to come, but we know that you are always on time. You're never late. You're never early. But you're always on time. And you always bring cheerful, joyful love in our lives, God. And so we thank you for favor. We thank you for favoring us in the times when we do not deserve it. We thank you for favoring even our enemies because your word says, Lord, we have to pray for those that misuse us, mistreat us. Father, we pray that, Lord, you will favor even the things that we don't know that we need favor of. Favor our children, favor God, our husbands, favor Father, the wives that you have for, for, for your sons, God, favor Father, all the things that we need you to favor, Father, favor our health, Father, favor our mind, God, favor our our neighborhood, our job, Father, favor, send your favor, eradicate the Bekora Basata, release your favor in our communities, every person that is listening right now, let favor rest upon them, that it will even go into their communities, God, there will be people of favor, they will walk into places and the favor of the Lord will rest in that place, Father, let them be a light of favor in every place that they go oh god let them be that good samaritan that somebody needs let them meet good samaritans in their lives i pray that lord you will favor the school systems god favor those that are working in the schools favor those that are working in the hospitals give you give them strength give 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 your strength to them let their their minds be on you, unset on you, God. Let your minds be set on you. I even pray for those that are looking for jobs in this season. I pray for those that are looking for favor in jobs. I pray the Lord, you will bless them. Oh yes, put laughter in their belly, laughter in their cheek, God. Let them be able to see your hand of miracles come into your lives concerning the job. Give them the right job, Father, that they need. Give us, God, what we need in our career, Father. Remove and close any diabolical doors, any doors that will lead to Jezebels, any doors that will lead, lead to perversion, any, any doors that will lead to, 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 to disgrace, any doors, God, that will, lead to, that will lead to lack, any doors that will lead to diabolical intentions father i pray the lord you will close those doors and open wide doors of favor doors god that has has a, a, a floor of gold doors father that all your suturama that your angels have opened up for your children every door that is shut 
that is supposed to be opened by you, God, that the enemy has shut. I ask you that, Father, you will send even now your, your, your angels to open the doors for your children. Let every hold in the realm of the spirit be dismantled now. In the name of Jesus, let every stagnation be dismantled now. In the name of Jesus, let every every stagnation be broken off off of your people i pray the lord anything that is hovering over them that is supposed to come and dwell upon them that is supposed to to follow them that divine uh grace divine blessings divine promotion god i pray the lord anybody anything that is a risk that is stopping that thing that you want for them i come against it now in the name of jesus i apply the blood of jesus over them and i pray the lord you will even now send your angels in the realm of the spirit god to open the gates to release what it is that you have released upon them that is held up in the second heavens lord send your angels to dismantle every assignment every diabolical intentions every witchcraft assignment break it now in the name of jesus i ask you the lord you will even now release your host of angels to dismantle every hold of diabolical weapons that has hold on to their favor onto their purpose onto their blessings i ask the lord you will release your word and your sound against everything that is every sabotage and assignment be broken now in the name of jesus father i thank you for releasing the blessings upon them uh, as they praise you right now yes we praise you right now for the blessings that you've released in our lives we praise you god we praise you and we honor you it is you that have done it it is you that do it it is you god we praise you god we praise you yes praise you god we thank you father we honor you and we say yes to the blessings that you have for us we stretch our hands up and we say yes we say yes, we receive the blessings, Lord, that you have for us, for our health, for our jobs, for our marriages, for our children, for our community, God, for our nation, Father, for our sanity, for our lives, for our purpose, for our ministries, Father, for our businesses. We say yes, Lord, we thank you for the angelic host that has won the battle, God, the battle has been won. And so we bless you. Double blessings upon our lives in the name of Jesus. We receive it in the name of Jesus. And we seal it with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. So if you feel like you feel like you have to praise God, just praise him. If you have to dance, just dance. Victory has been won in the name of Jesus. If you have to sow, just sow. Wherever God tells you to sow, just sow it. God has won the victory for you. Oh, God, we thank you. And we are in expectation. Yes, expectation to see the miraculous happen within this week. Within three days, we're going to see the miraculous happen. Within this week, God, we're going to see it three days, four days. We're going to see it happen. In the name of Jesus, five days, we're going to see it. First day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. 
the sixth day, seventh day, we're going to see it happen. Oh, yes. Eighth day, miracles, 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 new beginnings in the name of Jesus Christ. Order, order, God, order is happening. Order, nine, order, order in the name of Jesus. Grace, yes, 10. We thank you, Father, for miracles happening. Yes, we thank you for miracles. We thank you for blessings, favor, ridiculous favor. 11, 12. God, we thank you. 12, yes. Ah, we thank you for apostolic favor. Yes, we thank you for apostolic favor. In the name of Jesus, we receive it. Amen.
song it's already getting better he said i don't care what your circumstances it's already getting better it's already ha- it's already been done you just waiting to receive it it's like when you know you order something from amazon you know it's coming or you order something you know you it's already put in place when you prayed about it god already sent it just just as he did with daniel when daniel prayed what the first day he prayed the angel of the lord was already sent so it's, it's coming. It's on its way. It's been delivered to you. So all you have to do is just wait patiently and to receive it, right? All right. So I want to I wanna read this um, Isaiah 55. I, this is what favor is, literally. Um, Isaiah 55 says, an, an invitation to abundant life. And it's basically talking about what God means when he says abundant life, okay? So let's read Isaiah 55 before we go into, um, into it. So, ho, everyone who thirsts. I'm reading from the uh, New King James Version. Come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me. And eat what is good. And let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed I have given him as a witness to the people. A leader and a command, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, and the Holy One of Israel, for He has glorified you. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. And let the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please." 
and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. I want to read. I want to read that part again. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth; it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. It shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. The key word is prosper. All right, so prosper. God wants to prosper you. He wants to prosper us. We see in the Word of God that favor brings prosperity, right? And unity brings prosperity as well.、Um, I want us to remember that there's no such thing as luck. Okay, you're not lucky. You are blessed. You are favored. God knows how to favor you when there is time to favor you. He knows how to connect you with the right people. He knows how to do that. There's the, there's favor in discernment. There's favor in being able to discern. The Bible says in Romans eight that those that are led by the by the Lord are the sons of God. Those that are led by the Spirit of the Lord are the sons of God. Why? Because when you are led, his sheep knows his voice, right? When you are led by God, you hear what He tells you to do. You hear what He tells you to go. You hear what He tells who who to connect with, who not to connect with. And so, when you're able to hear Him, you're able to obtain the favor. Sometimes we don't see the favor in our lives because we are not listening and obeying. Why do you listen when you don't obey? Right? Why are you listening in the first place if you're not going to obey? Rebellion is as witchcraft, right? And so. I want us to look in the Bible where the Lord led certain people to certain places, and because of the obedience to hear and go and seek the Lord in what it is that they they went there for, the Lord blessed them. He favored them. He gave them favor where he he took them. And I, I want us to look at、um, when we look in Genesis about Joseph. We all know about Joseph. Joseph was favored. It says that what、well, the Lord was with Joseph, and everything that he did, he got favor. He had ridiculous favor. Even in prison, he had favor. He was put in prison. He was he was the head of the people in prison.、Um, even when he was in Potiphar's house, he was still put there in charge. Let's look at Genesis thirty-nine. It says the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. That's the thing about favor. Favor causes you to be successful, even when you don't have a degree for it. When you don't have a degree for something, on and God has blessed you, He will make you prosper in something that somebody already has a degree in it. And it says what?、Well, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. That's the word prosper. Favor comes with prosperity. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had, he put under his authority. Why? Because the Lord favored him, and caused favor to rest upon him, and to cause other people to look upon him with favorable eyes. So it was from the time that he had made his him overseer of his house and all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. 
That's why you cannot mistreat people who are favored. Because if you mistreat them, if you banish them from your, your house, if you cause them to leave, you are going to miss out on your favor. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house of in, in the house and in his field. Not just his house, but also in his field. That's why you got to be careful how you treat people. Because sometimes the reason why you are being favored in your ministry, you are being favored in your business, favored in your marriage, favored in your career, favored in your health, whatever it is. Could it be that it is somebody that God has in your life that is causing you to be favored? I have seen this happen when somebody who God used as a point to favor somebody or to favor a ministry, especially prophets. Prophets are there to help you be favored. When you, when a prophet is not welcomed, the Lord takes his hand off of that place. He does. Like just as Jesus, when he went to a certain place, they did not have faith. And he couldn't, he couldn't perform a lot of miracles there. Sometimes when you welcome who God has sent you, you, you welcome favor as well. When God removes that person from that place, the favor leaps with the person. Imagine. Imagine if Potiphar became jealous of Joseph or even the prisoner, the, 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 the leader of the prison became, je je became jealous of Joseph and told Joseph to leave, he would have missed out on favor. He would have missed out on wise counsel. He would have missed out on the favor that God had attached to Joseph. And so sometimes you don't have favor because you are mistreating the favor that God has brought into your life. And that comes with, you know, um, husbands. The Bible says that when you get married as a, a husband to your wife, you obtain favor from the Lord. Sometimes you, you don't have favor because you're mistreating the, the, the wife that God has given you. But the Bible says that, I'm paraphrasing, that God will not hear your prayers when you mistreat your wife. He won't. And I want to go into the story of um, Ruth. Ruth, we all know, you know, in the Bible about Ruth. Ruth, Boaz, Naomi, um, Opa, Naomi's sons, Naomi's husband. So basically what happened, I'm going to paraphrase. If you've never heard, heard the story of Ruth, it's a beautiful story. It's a story about, it's a love story. All right. So basically what happened was in the book of Ruth, Naomi was, Naomi and her husband were at um, Bethlehem and they had... Um, they had famine in Bethlehem, so they moved to Moab because there was no famine in Moab. They had sons with them, uh, and then their sons met the Moabite women, which are Ruth and Opah. And so what happened was that they, the sons got married to Opah and Ruth. And uh, the husband died. Naomi's husband died. Naomi's sons died, and so she became a widow. And Opah and Ruth also became widows. And so Naomi heard that, you know, in Bethlehem, there is plenty. The famine has lifted off of Bethlehem. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Bethlehem. I'm going to leave Moab. 
and she told Opa and Ruth, hey, you guys, go back to Moab. Leave, you know, stay here in Moab. I'm going to go to Bethlehem. Um, and the thing about Naomi is that Naomi is a worshiper of Yahweh. She is a, a, a daughter of God. And so she introduced Opa and Ruth to God because Opa and Ruth, they are Moabites. And Moabites, they worship idols. They worship gods, little gods. And so Ruth was like, no, I'm not going to go back to my parents' house. I'm going to go with Naomi. But Opa was like, no, I'm going back to my parents' house. So Ruth went with, with Naomi to Bethlehem. And we see that when that happened, Ruth was led to meet Boaz, her future husband. And that's the thing about God is that he knows how to connect people. It's not a, um, it's not a coincidence that you met your husband, you know, in high school, or you met your husband in college, or you met your husband at your job, that you guys work together, that you guys, you know, took the same classes, or you guys um, were, you know, um, project partners, or it's not, a, it's not, happenstance god god is not a oh oops i didn't even see that was coming no he knows how to put people together it's not a coincidence coincidence that you guys found out that you guys work together at the same place you know and so you guys have to like eat lunch together or work walk together to work or drive together to work it's not a coincidence god is not a coincidental god he's intentional very intentional and so we see here that you know, Ruth was able to glean from Boaz's field. I'm going to read that for you. So God knows how to lead you to the right people, to the right place, to the right, you know, community. Let's look at Ruth 2. It says here, um, Ruth 2, 5. Then Boaz said to his servant, who was in charge of the reapers? Whose young woman is this? So the servant who was in the in charge of the reapers answered and said, It is the young Moabite woman who came back with Naomi from the country of Moab. And she said, Please let me glean and gather after the reapers among the sheep. So she came and has continued from morning until now, though she rested a little in the house. Then Boaz said to Ruth, You will listen, my daughter, will you not? Do, do, do not go to glean. In another field, nor go from here, but stay close by my young men, my young women. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap, and go after them. Have I not commanded the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessel and drink from what the young men have drawn. So she fell on her face bowed down to the ground and said to him, Why have I found favor in your eyes that you should take notice of me since I am a foreigner? And Boaz answered and said to her, It has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of, her, of your husband and, you, and how you have left your father and mother 
and ha and and the land of your birth, and have come to a people whom you did not know before. The Lord repay your work and full reward be given you by the land by the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings you have come for refuge. Then she said, "Let me find favor in your sight, my lord, for you have comforted me, and have spoken kindly to my." To your maid servant, though I am not like one of your maid servants. So the Lord literally led her to Bethlehem, led her to Boaz's field. There's so many fields in that place. Why did she find the need to go to Boaz's Boaz's field? Because God is intentional. He knows how to connect you to your right person, to the right person that He wants for you. And we see in um, Ruth four, fifth, Ruth four thirteen, it says, "So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception and bore a son." And we see that um, Boaz begot Obed, Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David. And we see that that the lineage of Jesus Christ. We know that oh, um, Boaz's mother is Rahab. Rahab helped the Israelites, helped Joshua's two spies. And it's not a coincidence that Boaz also helped Ruth, who's a foreigner. God is intentional in what he does. There is no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There is no coincidence when it comes to the Lord. He knows how to put two people together. He knows how to lead you to your husband. He knows how to lead you to your wife. He knows how to do it. You don't have to, you know, make it happen. You don't have to um, try and work at his job or try and do what he did in the past so that you can run into him. Let me tell you, there are many ways that God can intentionally cause you to run into the person that he wants for you. You guys will probably like find yourself in traffic one day. You're like, what? You guys will find yourself in the marketplace. God knows how to do those things. You don't have to put yourself in. You don't have to do it. And, and I'm, I'm talking to certain people, certain women. You know, you don't have to run after a guy. You don't have to run after him. You don't have to manipulate to be with him. You don't have to do that. You don't have to manipulate and try to, you know, go to the same place that he's going to be at because, you, you know, you like him. Or you, you don't have to, like, try and um, convince him, you know, to buy a house with you or the fact that you want to move to this state or this city because he lives there. You don't have to do all of that. Because, you know, something I've realized, when a man loves a woman, he does, like, you don't have to do a lot for him to love you. When he loves a woman, you don't have to manipulate. You don't have to manipulate to get him to love you. He just loves you. Even, even those that... The thing about God is that he knows how to 
recompense. He knows how to lead people together. He knows how to bring people together. He knows when and, and how to do that. You don't, you don't ever have to manipulate to get somebody. You don't ever have to um, break somebody else's heart to get somebody. You don't ever have to um, do voodoo, do witchcraft to get somebody. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I just want to let you know that even if you got the man through manipulation, even if you got the man and you think that you're favored because he got you, uh, how do I put this? You feel like you got him and that other woman doesn't have him anymore. That is not favor. That's not favor. You've not, you've not win the favor of God. If, if you manipulate to get something, if you have to do a lot to get a man, I don't know who I'm talking to, but the man that you got does not love you. Because if you really got him by manipulating him, by trying to have his kids, by manipulating him to you know, get a house with you and, and, and spend time with you or say, oh, you know, this is going wrong in my life, blah, 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 to have sympathy for you. I call it witchcraft, witchcraft uh, cries, witchcraft sympathy. God is not in that at all. He's not. We see that the Lord led Ruth to Boaz. Ruth didn't have to. Ruth didn't have to, you know, manipulate Boaz. She just, she just came to just glean. She was like, you know, what? I'm just coming to glean. I'm just coming to get food. That's all. She did not come with an agenda. She did not come with, oh, I'm gonna marry that man. She did not come with, he's the one I'm gonna marry. Whatever happens, I'm going to marry him. She didn't, she didn't come with that. She just came with, I'm here to work. I'm here to obtain this. You know, I'm here to get what I need from, from here. She had her eyes on getting what she came there to get. But God saw her heart. God saw her need. And she, and, and she was blessed. And she was favored by the Lord. See, when you manipulate you don't get God's favor because you're already trying to favor yourself through manipulation. And manipulation always lacks love. There, there will never be love in manipulation. How, how is that? Let's look at the story of um, Leah and Jacob and, um, and Rachel. Okay? When we look in the Word of God about Jacob, Rachel, and Leah... First, we know about Isaac and Rebekah. Because Isaac and Rebekah are the ones that gave birth to Esau and Jacob. Uh, Abraham told one of his servants to go to a land to search a wife for Isaac. Again, God is intentional. Okay, So the servant went. We see it, it, it in Genesis 24. So the servant went and the servant prayed and said, Lord... The woman that comes and draw water from this well, let her not only draw water for me, but let her draw water for my animals as well. And so the Lord led Rebecca to the, the well. Rebecca came and drew water for the servant of Abraham and also for the, um, the 
animals as well. And that was the confirmation that Rebecca was supposed to marry Isaac. Rebecca went there because she just went to do what she was supposed to go and do there. She did not manipulate. She did not say, oh, that is Isaac's, you know, or Abraham's servant. Let me go and present myself there and be, you know, so that he could know. God knows how to answer, answer prayers in the heart of people to help lead people together. You don't got to manipulate. I don't know who I'm talking to. You don't got to manipulate to get a man. You don't got to manipulate at all. You don't got to pretend to be a Rebecca because guess what? You will pretend to be a, a, a Leah and you are not going to get loved at all. It is disaster. It is sad to marry somebody who doesn't love you completely. So, Rebecca and Isaac got married. They got married and they had twins, Esau and Jacob. Jacob took Esau's birthright and he flee. And then um, through, you know, with the stew and all of that. And then uh, he got to Laban's house. He, he saw Rachel. He was in love with Rachel. And he worked seven years. But then Laban tricked Jacob. And Jacob had to marry Leah because at that time, Leah was the first you know, older child. At that time, the older child gets married first before the younger child. And so Leah got married to, Jake, to Jacob. Jacob did not love Leah at all. He loved Rachel. And so when they saw that, when the Lord saw that uh, Leah was not loved, he opened his, her womb. He opened her womb and um, Rachel's womb was, was barren. But the thing is that when, you, when there is manipulation, there will always be continuous manipulation. Okay, because Leah kept having kids and saying, oh, you know, she had Reuben. Well, she had Reuben last, but she had Simeon. She had Levi, you know, and she said, oh, you know, I'm having Levi. I'm having Simeon. God is, um, my husband is going to love me now. My husband is going to, you know, be attached to me now because I had, I had Simeon. And then she kept having kids, but, but Jacob didn't really care because Jacob, didn't really love her because manipulation there's no love in manipulation you might have gotten the man but truly you know deep in your heart he does not love you and the thing about men is that they will always leave the woman they don't love for the woman they love I heard a pastor preach one time and he said a man only has love for one woman in his heart. Even if he gets married, he only have heart he only have a heart for one woman. And I was like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yep." There is no favor when you manipulate because God has to basically let you do your thing. And so, you know, even though Jacob did not love Leah, the Lord saw that Leah was not loved. It wasn't Leah's fault. She was used as a pawn by her father. And so God favored her and opened her womb. But the thing about it, the thing about it is that when there is manipulation, there will always be more manipulation. Leah was favored by God, but she didn't even see that she was favored by God. She was still trying to use her children to, to make Jacob love her. 
But Jacob was never going to love her because Jacob loved Rachel. She was always trying to manipulate Jacob to see her, to love her, because she has, two, she has sons for, her, for him. And I don't know who you are, but the favor that God has given you, you cannot misuse that favor to try and manipulate, to make somebody love you, or somebody, somebody give you attention, or somebody be attached to you. I know there are women who have had kids with men, hoping that, they, that the guy will, will marry them. And the guy never married them. And I know there are, there are women who, who, are, who are married or who had kids with a guy and thought the guy would stay with, with them forever because they have kids. And the guy never did. You should want a man that loves you without you manipulating. No manipulation whatsoever. That is true love. That is real love. Because real love, when there is no manipulation, God will redeem that love. He will bring you guys together. He will know how, even if you guys separate, he knows how to bring you guys back together. Because there's no manipulation. There's no witchcraft. Because manipulation is witchcraft. And so we see that, um, you know, over time, she had kids and she was like, you know what? She had her last child, Judah, and she said, this time I will praise the Lord. Because her love was truly from God, not from the man that she was working so hard to see her, to love her. Literally working everything, doing everything. Whatever he, he wanted to do, she wanted to do because she wanted him to love her. Sacrificing a lot for him, but he never loved her. Putting her eggs in the wrong basket. Imagine that. Imagine being in her position. And sometimes you lose your own favor when you attach yourself to the thing that God never wanted for you. I don't think God wanted, you know, manipulation to happen between Laban and Jacob. Even between Jacob and Esau. But it did. But God knows how to bring good from evil. He knows how to bring the good out of difficult circumstances and I believe that the children were you know the good that came because Judah is a good tribe that is a good lineage right and also even with Rachel Rachel and Jacob they had kids they had um they had uh Benjamin and Joseph and we know about Joseph. We already talked about Joseph. And that's why there was rival. Like there was rival, like sibling rival between Joseph, Benjamin. Well, between Joseph and Leah's kids. That's what happens when manipulation comes in play. When you're trying to force something that is not for you. You will bring rivalry. You will bring generational rivalry. And so I don't know who you are, but I want to really speak this to you. Because I recorded this part of this message, but it didn't, it didn't get saved. And I'm like, why didn't it get saved? Because God wanted to say something else to somebody. You cannot manipulate to get something, to get a position, to get a, a husband, you know, to get a favor. 
Manipulation is not connected to favor. You will get human favor. And human favor, it doesn't last. You might think you got the man, but guess what? Over time, he's going to realize it was a mistake. I don't know, but somebody needs to hear this. If you're going to step into a relationship, there are times, even for me, I would say personally, even for me, I've been, I have almost been in a, in a serious relationship with someone, and I realized, mm-mm, this person, he's not it. Because I realized that, you know, um, his heart completely was not in it. And I discerned that. And I wasn't going to, you know, fight for his heart. I wasn't going to um, make him see me or make him love me. No, that's not my responsibility. He's supposed to love me already. Right? And so I walked away. You can have that as a, an example that you can use for yourself. You don't want to wake up to a man or be with a man that you look at and you know deep down in his heart he doesn't completely love you. He doesn't completely, like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 5 years from now, will he still be thinking about the other person that he loves? Will he still be thinking about his ritual? So don't find yourself as a Leah because it's a heartache. Yes, you have kids out of it, but you're not really know what it means, how it feels to really be in love, like truly be in love and to be loved. Okay? So God knows how to favor you when it comes to relationship. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez, though they are not people who are in ministry, I really, really believe God brought redeemed your love. And it, it's been my prayer that they will find God together, that they will even build charities together, they will build ministries together. I really pray for that, for them, that they will be together and they will find the Lord together deeper, that they will even lead your kids to God. And so God knows how to favor when it's time. He knows how to do that. So you don't have to manipulate to get favor. Because that doesn't never, it never lasts at all. It never does. And so I just pray, Father, that the woman or even the man that is trying to manipulate to, to win somebody. I just ask you that you will convict them, Holy Spirit. Whatever they did. Maybe they already did manipulation already and they got the person. And they're, they continuously have to like continue to manipulate and manipulate and manipulate because that's how they got the person and that's how they have to sustain the person or even the position. I just pray that they will come to themselves and, and, and seek forgiveness and really uh, repent and do things right, do things better. I pray for that. That they will repent. They will turn back. They will remove that manipulation. They will confess. Yeah, confess and repent. And put things into the right perspective and do things right. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And so I want us to take a moment to... um, 
really examine our lives and ask ourselves, ask yourself, when have you allowed God to favor you? And when have you manipulated to get favor? And if you have manipulated to get favor, seek God in repentance. And if you are somebody that has never manipulated to get favor, that's a good thing. Look at God's track record of how he's favored you in times of need, when you didn't have a job, when you didn't have clothes, you know, you didn't have food to feed your kids, or even you didn't have a place to live, you were sick, you know, you lost a loved one. Just think about those times that God just stepped in miraculously. And I, and I want you to look at your current situations. And look at the track record of God and say, you serve the I am that I am. So if he has done it before in the past, he can do it again. He knows how to bring the things that you need, you desire in your life at the right time. All right, Holy Spirit. And if you're somebody who manipulated through witchcraft, you uh, did some voodoo, witchcraft, spells, whatever you did, you know what you did, new age stuff, reverse it. If you know how to reverse it, if you know what to do, reverse it. I don't know what you have to do, but reverse it. Whatever you did, reverse it. Repent and give your life to the Lord. I've, the Holy Spirit is telling me right now, tell the person, whatever witchcraft you did, to get whatever you got, reverse it, um, pray, and ask the Lord to intervene, ask for forgiveness, okay, God is here, ready to help you, Leah probably had a husband that God wanted for her, she could have been in a, a loving marriage, with you know, she could have still had kids, but she would have had kids for the man that loved her. That's what favor is. Rachel had kids for the man that loved her, Benjamin and and Joseph. And we see that Jacob loved Benjamin and Joseph more than he loved the other kids because manipulation. There's no love in manipulation. None. Zero love. Zero. You see the consistency? There's no favor in manipulation. There's no love there. So if you're that person, I want you to pray and seek the Lord and ask him to forgive you. And he will forgive you. Okay? He will forgive you. I want to extend salvation to anyone that want to be saved today. Um, I want to extend Jesus Christ to you, the one that came as the word in flesh and he suffered and he died on the cross to redeem us, to redeem us from sin, to redeem us from all of our sinful ways. And so if you want to give your life to Christ, I just want you to pray this after me. Father, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my life. I thank you for the life that you came on earth as a man, as the word in flesh, and you suffered for my sake. And you came 
and you bled for me. I thank you for your sacrifice, for your selflessness. I thank you for laying your life on the cross to die for my sins. And so I confess that I am a sinner, that I've sinned against you, against your word, against your people. And I repent today. And through the blood of Jesus, I am cleansed from the old and I'm stepping into the new with you, Jesus. That I'm no longer who I used to be, but I'm new in Christ. I know and I thank you that, Lord, you died on the cross and on the third day you rose up with all power in your hand. And you have given me that same power to walk in purity, to walk in your word, to be a vessel for you to use. So I ask you to use me as you please. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come in my life. And I receive you in faith. I ask you, the Lord, you will fill me with the Holy Spirit. I open my heart to you. I open my mind, my spirit to you, Holy Spirit. That you will fill me. That every place in me that is not of you, I just ask you to remove it right now. And fill me. Fill me afresh. Fill me, fill me, fill me. Every space in me, fill it. I receive you, Holy Spirit. And I thank you that from this day going forward, you are ordering my steps according to your word, that no sin will rule over me, that my plans are ordered by you, God. My plans are ordered by you, Lord, that, God, you are creating a new life for me. My soul is yours. My body is yours. My life is yours. Lead me into your everlasting purpose. In the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. All right. Congratulations. You have received the Lord Jesus. You have received the Holy Spirit. And you have become a child of God. And so find yourself a good church home. Get yourself a nice Bible. And start to dig into what God is saying in his word. And I pray that you will find people around you that are going the same path. Narrow is the road to the kingdom of God. But why is the gate to hell? Narrow is the, narrow is the gate to the Lord, to heaven. But broad is the gate to hell. And so I just pray that you will find yourself righteous God-centered, Christ-centered people at your job, at your church, at your community, in your home, in your household that will lead you deeper into the heart of God. Remember, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And I pray that you see God in your journey that you are on. So now I want us to look at the book of Daniel. Daniel um, is an amazing book. It's a, such an, a, a prophetic apostolic um, book in the word of God. Um, we all know that Daniel was a man of integrity, a man whose heart was after the Lord. Regardless of what was happening around him, he stood on his faith. He stood on his ground when it came to the Lord. When he, he was put in the, in the lion's den, he looked to the Lord. When he was um, asked to bow down to the gods, he said no. When he was 
you know, told to eat the same food that the king was giving to them. He said, no, I'm going to eat vegetables. He was a man whose heart was after God. He was a man who was promoted. He was favored. He was favored in, in literature. He was favored in in dreams, interpretation of dreams. He was favored in, in uh, wisdom, okay, and knowledge. Because he put the Lord first. He knew how to reveal secrets. And that's what favor does. That when you seek ye first, when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all that you need will be added to you. You will not have to manipulate nothing. All you have all you need will be given to you. You will not have to try and you know manipulate to get a job, manipulate to get a spouse, manipulate to to get a house, you manipulate to get a title. You will not have to manipulate to get children. You will not have to manipulate to get money. Nothing. The Lord Himself will bless you. The Lord Himself will bless you so much that you will you will be a blessing for the people around you. Just as we see with Daniel. The Lord Himself will favor you. You don't have to put things in your own hands and make it happen. We see in Daniel, um, Daniel chapter, no, chapter 2, verse 46. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face prostrate before Daniel and commanded that they should present an offering and incest to him because Daniel interpreted Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Okay. The king answered Daniel and said, Truly your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and the revealer of secrets, since you could reveal this secret. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. That's what favor is. Favor will cause you to be the ruler of the people that manipulated, that try to come against you. Favor from the Lord can shut the mouth of lions. Favor from the Lord can cause you to come out of the burning bush. I mean, excuse me, excuse me, the burning furnace without a stint of fire or even a smell of fire on you. Daniel 3, Daniel 3, 27, he says, and this, uh, let's see, Daniel 3, 28. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servant who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded your bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their their own god 
Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made as, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, uh, because there is no other God who can deliver this, like this. Then Shadrach, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of. Babylon. When God favors you, there is promotion. There is always promotion when God favors you. So you don't have to bow down to idols. You don't have to bow down to the enemy. You don't have to do all of that. Daniel saved from the lions. Let's look at Daniel 6. Now the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no musicians were brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve, con continually been able to deliver you from the lions. Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Now the king was exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no injury whatever uh, was found on him because he believed in his God even though he was put in the lion's den the lion did not catch him the lion did not touch him because he believed in God and he trusted in the Lord he did not bow down to idols he looked to God so sometimes you don't have favor because you don't believe for favor. You don't trust that God will bring it to you. Or you don't um, you don't say no to the enemy. You don't say no to the enemy. Instead, you go along with what the enemy wants to do. Some people say yes to God. And they lose certain things. They lose certain places. They lose certain positions. They lose certain people. They lose certain properties, titles. But let me tell you this. If that thing is supposed to be yours, God knows how to bring it back to you. He does. And bless you with it so much better than how it was before. So you might lose it temporarily, but it is yours eternally. Before we go, I want us to read some Bible verses on favor. I want us to look at Bible verses on favor. Uh, Ephesians 1, 1. Ephesians 1, 11, it says, In him we were chosen. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart. 
for they, sh they will see God. Proverbs 18.22 He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. I believe that somebody is saying right now, I, find, I found a wife, but I don't, I don't feel like I have favor. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I feel like that's what you're asking. You feel like instead of having favor, you, you, you have headache. Remember, like I said with Leah and Jacob and Rachel, jo um, Jacob found a wife. He found Leah. I mean, he found um, Rachel, but he was given Leah. So he had to work literally 14 years instead of seven years for Rachel. Because he, found, because he had a wife who was not supposed to be his wife to begin with, he didn't feel like he had favor because he had to work more than he was supposed to. Sometimes when you choose... I don't know why. Okay, when you choose a wrong person to get married to, you will not have favor. You will have torment. You, you will have issues. You will have um, difficulties because it's not in the will of God for you. There are people who are very anointed, very hardworking, that married the wrong people. And it's like things are not going well for you. Marriage is it's not a, a rush. I don't know who this is for. Marriage is not a, uh, a, a, a sprint. It's a marathon. Okay? It's a marathon. It's, it's, a, it's a marathon that you want to be careful who you, you bring on that field. Okay? You don't want to just bring just anybody. You want to bring somebody that you know for a fact. This is the person. That you can live. If you can't live without the person. If you can't live your life. And not be thinking about the person. Be you know, wishing or hoping that you were with that person. Or with another person. Whatever it is. You got to be careful. You got to be very um, careful because favor is attached to who you attach yourself to. I thought it's important to at least date somebody for three years or four years. I wouldn't say like, you know, four years, but, you know, three years is a good amount of years to, you know, date somebody. One year, I don't think so. One year is not good enough to know the person. Even people who are married... They didn't know their spouse until they got married. That's why I think it's good to date at least, you know, two years. And maybe the third year is like you guys are planning your wedding. Don't rush into marriage. Don't. I don't know who this is for. Don't rush into marriage. Your favor is with the person that God wants for you. Uh, Psalms 5.12 For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them. With your favor as with a shield. As with a shield. I love that. Uh, Psalms 35. For his anger lasts only a moment. But his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for a night. But joy comes in the morning. Psalms 84.11. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. 
No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Daniel's walk was blameless. And so he gave him what? Favor and honor. Psalms 90.17 May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Remember me, O Lord. Remember me, Lord. When you show favor to your people, come to my aid when you save them. Psalms 106, 4. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Esther 2, 8 to 9. Mm-hmm. I'll say Esther 2.9. She pleased him and won his favor. Immediately, he provided her with her beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven female attendants selected from the king's palace and moved her and her attendants into the best place in the harem. Acts 7, 9 to 10. Because the patriarchs uh, were jealous of Joseph, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. He gave Joseph wisdom and enabled him to, get, to gain the goodwill of Pharaoh's king, of Pharaoh king of Egypt. So Pharaoh made him ruler over Egypt and all his palace. Proverbs 3.33-35 The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. He mocks proud mockers, but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. The wise inherit honor, but fools get only shame. Matthew 6.31-33 Matthew So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Proverbs 3, 1 to 4. My son, do not forget my teaching. But keep my commands in your heart. For they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. So not only will you win win favor in the sight of God, but you will also win favor in the sight of men. Alright, so these are the Bible verses concerning favor. Let the Lord himself favor you. Let the Lord himself bring you favor. Do not manipulate. Do not try to make it happen on your own. If you have, repent. If you have, try and seek God in forgiveness. Try and make the things better. Because one thing I know is this. If something doesn't belong to you, God knows how to take it out of your hands and give it to the person that it belongs to. And if something that belonged to you, somebody else took it from you, God knows how to remove it out of that person's hands and give it to you. Trust me, I have seen it in my own life. He knows how to do it. He knows how to bless you and favor you. 
I'm going to share a song. And afterwards, I'm going to share a moment where God literally favored me. Some people have seen where God has brought you from. They don't really understand it. They don't know your story. You don't know my story. You don't know the my story. You don't know the things that I've come through. You cannot imagine. The pain, the trials I've had. Love me. Love me. 
That was Life in Favor by John Peaky and New Life. You know when it's John Peaky, you know he's about to put it down. He knows how to make it work. Like his songs, ooh, such a, it has such a soulful atmosphere to it, you know? But anyway, so um, this ends our teaching and our Bible reading on favor. I recorded this initially, and it was very cookie cutter no conviction whatsoever um but then it wouldn't save and god is like i want you to talk of both sides both sides of yes i favor and the other side of i don't favor manipulation i don't favor when people you know sabotage i don't favor when people manipulate all of that i only talked about how god is you know favorable and you know rude and uh, daniel and all of that but i didn't talk about the part that we really need to uh, examine ourselves, you know, because God is not just in cookies and cream. He knows how to correct as well, right? So my, my story, uh, my story of favor, I have so many of them, but one that always sticks out to me that is like the first time I really understood the recompense, the redemption, the favor of God. I remember when I got out of college, I took a first job at a company, and 
I was there working. It was like my first job out of college. <laughs> you know how it is. You're like, ooh, I'm going to work here. I'm going to go up the ladder of success. But God had other plans. He wanted me to work after that. He wanted me to go and work at uh, Johns Hopkins. So that was always where I wanted to work anyway. So um, I, I started this job at this company. And I was working really hard. Uh, I was working us unto the Lord, literally. I was like, God, thank you for this job. I pray for this job. Thank you for it. Um, and I was working hard. And I was even working to a point where I was teaching the people that was like had better degree than I did. The degree was you, you have to have a, a bachelor's or a master's. And of course, the people who had master's were being paid more than the people who have bachelor's, right? Um, and so... I was like teaching the people who have masters how to do their job. <laughs> Look at the favor of God already showing up, right? <laughs> so um, it got to a point where the, the steady, the, the, the job was like, was coming to an end. And so they had to let some people go because we didn't have a lot of work. That was pre-COVID. <laughs> it was like many years before COVID, like a lot of years. That was like in 2012. Anyway. 10 years. Ooh, that's a long time. I just aged myself. <laughs> but anyway, so here I was. They're like, oh, everybody was like, yeah, they're going to keep Bernice. Because Bernice, she, she knows her stuff. She knows what she's doing. She knows how to do what you know she has to do. So they're definitely going to keep her. Uh, and everybody was like, yeah, they're going to keep her. But there was a little bit of uh, jealousy that was there. And so they didn't keep me. They told me to go home. And I was like, that was like the first time I've ever been fired. <laughs> the first time. I was like, oh my gosh. I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. So, but you know what? The Lord had a plan. Okay? That's the thing about God. Disappointments are God's redirection. Okay? They are. So, I went home for like two months. I was home with no job. And I was praying. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start applying to Johns Hopkins because I wanted to work there anyways. <laughs> so I was applying, applying to all these jobs at Hopkins. And I remember the Lord telling me, what if you go back to the job that you had? And I'm like, well, I'm looking to Hopkins. Like, that's, what, that's where my future is. <laughs> and so I got an email the next week. And guess what? It was the manager. The manager from my previous job that said, Hey, uh, our work, we can't, we, can't, we can't work without you, basically. We need you. I'm like, it took you all two months? I'm joking. It's, it's like Joseph saying, it took you all two years? Anyway, if you, if you know the Bible, you know the reference I just made. Anyway, so I'm like... They're like, yeah, we want you back. Uh, we want you to take the job and we want you to get a raise. We're going to pay you like you have a master's degree. Don't you have a bachelor's degree? I was like, look at the favor of God. See, when something belongs to you and somebody sabotage or manipulate or whatever, and it causes you not to have what belongs to you, you just sit back. You just sit back, my friend. I'm talking to you. You just sit back and just watch the Lord put things into place. And the thing that belongs to you will come back to you. It will come back to you better than how it left. 
I was being paid more than what I was paid. Okay, I was being paid more. I was being paid like a, I have a master's, but I had a bachelor's. Why? Because I didn't manipulate. I didn't try to like, you know, try to manipulate for me to go back to that job. No, I just prayed. I applied, and I just waited on the Lord, and be a good cheer. That's all I did. Did I cry? Yeah, I was sad. <laughs> but I was like, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I trust you. I know this is gonna end well. And so that's what I did. I sat and I was like, "Yep," and I took the job back. And after two months in that job, Hopkins called me to come and interview, and I got a job at Hopkins. Literally, to twenty thirteen, I started to work at Hopkins. God wanted me to take that break, that two months break, to be able to redirect me, but bring me back, and then. Promote me even more. So, sometimes favor comes in disappointment. That doesn't mean that God will not bless you with what you deserve, what you you what belongs to you. Whatever was stolen from me, whatever was taken from me, whatever sabotage, whatever witchcraft, whatever thing that caused you not to have what you know for a fact is yours to have. If it's a job. If it's a husband, if it's a business, if it's a title, if it's money, if it's children, whatever it is, I want to tell you this: God knows how to bring it back to you better than what when it left you, and He knows how to promote you to even get more than you asked for. Okay, He knows how to do it, and I got I kept getting promoted at Hopkins, getting promoted, getting promoted. Because I had to endure the time of suffering, of seeing somebody blessed when I know in my heart I'm the one who's supposed to be in that position. The person they gave it to left the job, and later on congratulated me on my Hopkins new job. Look at that. That's how God does it. When you let God favor you, even your enemies will come back and congratulate you. Okay. And that woman. That that man, that woman, the other woman took your took took the man that you're supposed to get married to. Guess what? God will bring him back, and she will congratulate you, and she will repent. And that person that was supposed to get the job, the same thing will happen. And that person that was supposed to get the the promotion, the ministry, you know,、uh, property, whatever, your enemies will come and congratulate you. Because that—that's how God does it. He knows how to do it like that. But if you try to manipulate, you will not know how to do it like that. You will have to continue to manipulate and manipulate. And like, like I said, we see it consistently in the Word of God with、uh, Leah. We've seen it consistently in the Word of God that manipulation does not yield love. It doesn't yield favor. You have to continuously manipulate. To get what you want, you don't want to do that. Imagine that you have a whole job of manipulation on your hand. There's too much to do in life to continue to manipulate people and manipulate things. Let God be God. Let Him be God. And I want to encourage you, whoever you are, that right now in your season, you have 
issues in your life. You have, you know, with all of this COVID and all of these things, you know, in the marketplace and businesses and all of that, jobs closing and all of that. I want to encourage you. Just as God blessed me with a job, he's going to bless you. Just as God blessed the person near you, he's going to bless you too. Be happy for the people around you that are going through blessings and celebration. Be happy for them because you are next. You are next, my friend. Okay? So don't manipulate. And if you have, I don't know. Okay, Lord. All right. Um... Every single thing that you need, even the things that 
somebody took from you, even the things that people manipulated and took from you, God will recompense it back to you, okay? The things that you want God to favor you on, he will bring it. He knows how to do that. Let God favor you. When his favor rests on you, it goes into generations. I even hear the Lord saying, his favor upon you rest on you and also your children's children okay that's how favor is but when you manipulate it don't rest on anybody but you and then you get the consequences as well all right so um let god favor you if you were blessed if you were convicted that's a good thing pray seek the lord if you were blessed if you were encouraged that's a great thing i hope that you um will pass it on to somebody minister to somebody about what you learned today um and bless somebody with you know share it with somebody that you feel like can be blessed as well uh and the song that i'm gonna play next is excited by jonathan McReynolds. i want you to be excited if you feel like you are lacking in hope you are lacking in uh reassurance you are lacking in seeing the favor of god on your life well guess what i want you to get excited expectation is is important to see the favor of god happen for you right and so i want you to listen to the song excited any of the songs that really minister to your heart just listen to it this week and expect god to do something miraculous for you this week okay i'm standing in expectation with you that god is going to blow your mind and bless you with favor this week amen all right so god we thank you for this moment of learning i pray that it will fall on good soil everything that we talk about let my sisters and my brothers be able to take it in and even add more to it god that i did not add holy spirit minister to them in their quiet time as they go back and reread these bible verses and also these um uh bible chapters that we read about joseph about ruth about uh rebecca jacob about leah you know about rachel um even about daniel what we learned today that they will learn something from it and implement it into their lives uh you know we yours that we are to be doers of your word and not just hearers only we just don't hear but we have to implement it that's how we are changed that's how that's how we are renewed in our mind and in our lives so i just thank you that lord you are sending your angels to help your people and sending wisdom to help your people in this time and we are in expectation for your favor god i stand in agreement with them that lord you will blow their mind this week and they will give you a cheerful praise they will give you a joyful noise and they will give you a cheerful uh seed god and they will say to you lord it is you that did it you did it for them and so we glorify your name i pray for protection over everyone that is listening that you will protect them you will uh cover them with your righteous right hand god and your light will continue to shine on them so that they could be light in the world in the darkness that they will shine their light in the world father and heal people and pray for people and love on people father and be the feet the hands the eyes the ears the nose the fingers whatever they need to be in this world for somebody for the edification of your people they will be that and so we thank you we love you and we bless your holy name and it's in the name of jesus christ we do pray amen have a blessed day everyone be joyful expect god to favor you
ecstatic for what you will do. I am embracing, anticipating the next thing that I'll see from you. For you have great plans for my future. So I am excited and hopeful, ecstatic for what you will do. I am embracing, I am anticipating. So I am excited. Mm -hmm. Is anybody else in the line for me excited? Oh, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you, and to give you hope in a future. why I am excited and hopeful, ecstatic for what you will do. I am embracing, in fact I'm anticipating the next thing Great plans for my future.